What's up, everybody? Episode 32 of Tales from the Green Room. Uh, actually going to be episode 33, too, because I had to split this thing in two, uh, into two parts, because uh, I had a conversation with the boys about the uh, about the new record, the Detonate album. I wanted to kind of get their, their comments on and thoughts on the record as well um, after the Track by Track series. So, uh, yeah, we got a big special one for you today. Um, we talked for a long time, like an hour and a half. So that was pretty cool. Um, first off, uh, tour has been great. Thanks to everybody that's been, that's been coming out to the shows. This tour with Real Big Fish and We Are The Union. It's been slamming. All the shows have been great. High energy. Meeting some really nice people. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've got some shows coming up. Um, some headliner stuff, October 25th at the Stanhope House in Stanhope, New Jersey, and then October 26th at Union Stage in D.C. Um, so make sure you get tickets for that. Go to ballyhoorocks.com slash tour. And uh, yeah, uh, the Ballyhoo Beer is doing well. I wish I had more information that we're trying to figure out how to get it to you if you're not in the Maryland, Virginia, Delaware area, Delmarva what they call it here um so uh i'm trying to figure out some distribution to uh get it more national so more on that soon hopefully um yeah awesome well this one is uh i think i referred to it as uh thick meaty and hearty because there's a lot of tasty treats of information <laughs> some introspective is that right did i use that word right all right, cool. Well, uh, let's do it. Episode 32, part one of the Detonate Wrap-Up with the Boys. Welcome back. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Ballyhoo Podcast. What's Starring the- me. Sick <laughs> <laughs> intro. Sick intro. That was a good intro. It's probably the best one. Um, so we're in Cleveland. Yeah, dude. And it's it's Friday. The land of Cleve. And it's three weeks since the record's been out. Three weeks. Three whole weeks. Whew. So yeah, I'm I'm sure by now everyone's already done listening to it. Probably. Everybody's like, like, when are they gonna put out a new record? Someone did that. Someone said that a week after it came out. I was like, dude. Like it just came out. Yeah, what are you guys going to be in Cleveland? <laughs> what do you people want from us? Apparently, to be in their city whenever it's convenient for them, and to always have new music, more that records. Would, that's that always be, better than the last one. That would be probably yeah. I mean, I guess that's the goal as a band, though, right? To just do that. I mean, you start a band to make music and put it out. Cause we're an American band. Mm-hmm. Sing it. I can't. It's. Explicit, vulgar. Did you, did you forget the lyrics? <laughs> no, it's explicit now. Don't have to be children's. I don't remember the original version being so explicit. Oh, you modified some lyrics. Remember this? Yeah. Remember the, the cook? But dude, three weeks, man. How do? You, I wonder how they feel. I wonder if they're like down with the sickness. Well, I checked our MySpace. We should have cover of that. Um, all the uh, reviews are are in, and they're all positive pretty good hooray one guy said he wishes there weren't as many fucks on there well it's, it's art he you also said he also said that. it's probably because he's old 
And if that's the worst it gets, I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's, it's not even really bad. That's just like it's not a bad comment. No, it's just like I get it. Personal preference. Yeah, I get it. There's definitely a few more fucks on this one than normal. I say fuck like six times in a uh, station burrito. Times. I've added uh, a bitch in the end of one of our things because I feel like there needs to be a, a swear in that. It's just like you, you know. did add a bitch. Bitch. Like Freddy Krueger style. Yeah. Come here, bitch. Oh, oh bitch. Things, oh, things bitch. are better when you add a bitch. Get over here, bitch. <laughs> Is that part of your um, thir- Big D's 13 days of Halloween? <laughs> oh, yeah. That should have started at some point, huh? Oh, yeah, it is. Um, Today's the 19th. No. I think you're running out of days. Yeah, I think it was yesterday too. that you were supposed to start. Oh, I did watch, um, what's it called? Um, yeah, but you got to tell the people what you're watching. Was it movie Donald's called? a horror movie buff, and he knows all of the good ones. Tell him, tell him what you're watching and why. And why well, they I just watch recently it. watched Terrifier on Netflix, which was was it? That shit was fucking brutal. <laughs> it was really brutal. Oh, shit. And he was watching it with his headphones on, and he keeps going, oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, that's messed yeah. up. Oh, and he was like, what are you watching, dude? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. It was good. What else? What you, did you watch yesterday? I don't remember. <laughs> yesterday was the first day of the 13 days of was Halloween. Was it? Watch? We watched Goodfellas. Goodfellas was on. That's kind of like a horror movie. I you mean, know, it's horrifying. It's Boogie horrifying. Nights came on. It's definitely horrifying at times. Did you just watch what Friday the 13th Part 4 recently? Yeah, that was a couple of... That was like a, yeah. Corey Feldman. Yeah, was I did that too. <clears throat> that was one of my favorites. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. What was the other one? Street. Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, which is a very good one. The original second one from 1986. The OG sequel. Yeah, that one was very awesome. If you, you want to check that one out, Donald's always trying to get me to watch some fucking the obscure horror movie in the middle of the night when we're drunk. Dude, oh, we should watch this. It's like, dude. no, dude, it's gonna make me sick, bro. I can't watch that. <laughs> Nah, that movie does a good one. The opening scene is pretty good. Opening sequence, anyway. It's not like about like the minutes. old school fake blood that this looks like paint. Uh, well, this guy's head got chopped out. off, and you saw like the individual tubes that were in his head. And it yeah, was, how about it was just squirting out all at the same time, but it was just individual little. It's like nobody's head bleeds. That's like gangster. That. What about when Joe Pesci got shot in the back of the head? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, good fellows, yeah. That was brutal. That is horrific. Yeah. Dude, that's he's the fake blood. Made. He's like, he's walking in. He's like, hey, was everybody at? He's he like, just oh, walks in the room. Pow. He's like, ah, shit. Yeah. Heart drops. You got to like, oh, knew it. Saw it this coming. is more, uh, not about the new record, more about Goodfellas. Has anybody seen Goodfellas? <laughs> Honestly, I've never seen it front to back. I've always seen pieces of it on it's TV. So good. I got it on movie. DVD. It's it good. Is a long it's movie. Yeah. I personally don't like um, uh, gangster movies. Just only because, not because of any other reason that other than I don't like just brutal violence. Like it, when it's like in a, it's one thing if it's like a slasher film, like a horror movie. Yeah. But when it's like this, shit, this kind of stuff really happens to people. Yeah, like the whole mobster thing, and like it just when somebody just gets gets shot in cold blood. Like yeah. I don't know, it's just it just. My whole body just like gut wrenching shudders, man. I know what you mean though. Like when I, I used to love Scarface when I was like thirteen, fourteen, and I don't think I really understood it really that much then. I kind of just liked it because Vice City had just come out, and it was like, yeah, Vice City was really inspired by that that movie. Yeah, you know? yeah. so I just like wanted to watch it because I thought it was cool. You know, I don't know, but like when you watch that movie as an adult, you're like, damn, it's fucking brutal, man. Tony Montana. 
Yeah. Also, you could Coked never get away shit. with being a white dude playing like a Cubano. Not today. Is not, that racist not to say today. Cubano? No, it is Cubano. Is that what it is? Hmm. Yeah. Cuban? Maybe. Maybe Google it. If there are any uh, Cubans out there, let us know that's in the racist. comments. Yeah, let me know if that's racist. <laughs> should not say that. Okay. Um, so the new record's been out for three weeks. It's called Detonate. Um, Detonate. Most people that are listening to this right now um, are fans of the band, which is pretty cool. And uh, if you have, if you're not a fan, if you haven't really heard the band yet, go check it out. What are you waiting for? Um, it's our new record. Yeah, I have no idea. Do it. And uh, it shreds. Yeah, it's been all positive, man. Everybody seems to dig it. I think people dig it the most because it is lyrically the realest I've ever gotten and the deepest I've ever gotten. For sure. And I think people really um, connect with it on on a level different than they, they have in the past. And they can attribute it to situations in their own life. And a lot of the stuff, not a lot of the stuff on the record uh, is about like my parents dying and shit, but like a lot of it comes from those feelings that I got from that. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, the depression that I went through and you know still go through. And uh, I think and, it's relatable on, on, on a spectrum like that. Yeah, because you don't you not only feel bad about missing them, you feel bad about like I don't know your own. I feel bad about my own shit. Like just you know you feel worthless sometimes you feel like why the fuck am i doing this or like oh yeah just, it's hard to even like get up and do things sometimes you know just stuff yeah, like that yeah. and i think a lot of people can relate to that for sure man and you have a way of uh turning things around make it you'll take like lyrics like that and you'll make it sound positive sometimes and like that's the dynamic that's like the ballyhoo dynamic yeah it's dynamic t- structure dark lyrics happy melodies that's the one that's the one but yeah dude you yeah this is like we just this album needs to be heavy bro because some heavy shit has gone down in your life and like you need to express it yeah. that way. It was never going to be like a pop reggae thing like Girls was, it, nothing like that. It was yeah, yeah. or even there's no there's nothing super bouncy like Walk Away or anything. It's just because the lyrics and the subject matter was it dictated the musical backdrop and um we were already in a place as a band where we were like over playing with a bunch of reggae bands and like I felt for a long time that our show could be a lot better and we weren't putting out putting out enough energy as much as we could because when we play like punk rock songs we really get around the stage and we like really like yeah you know what I mean it's like you're just just exuding all this energy from stage and like I love playing reggae songs and stuff but like when I come from like that whole Billy Joe Armstrong, Green Day background. That's like my band, you know? Yeah. And that's where I learned all the chops. And I can't do that kind of shit. The things I want to do and really get in the crowd's face. It's when like I'm having creative energy and nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah it's weird. You just it's sit. Like, you're you like want to sit there and rock, but you got to sit there and chill. Yeah, you're all balled energy. Half the people out there are stoned out of their fucking mind and they don't <laughs> want to comprehend any kind of complex music. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, like, man. They can't hear the but facts. We, you know, shit. We, the three of us all have like a, a rock background and. Uh, when this album wrote itself, man, because we yeah. were such a fan of that. It was shit. just easy to fall into that that niche of just like, all right, I know what it needs to sound like. I know what I want it to sound like. I yeah. know what it should yeah. sound like. And uh, and then when it comes to playing live, I mean, I'm so you love playing the new shit, man, because it's so much fun. I mean, I, there's a lot of old stuff that I love, but when you ha- when you're having good on, a good time on stage, the crowd notices that and they have a good time. You know, even if you guys suck. 
They're gonna be like, these guys suck, but they're having a good time. <laughs> this still sounds pretty <laughs> I can get ripping, down with that. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, man. You know, if like, if we're not playing well, or like, they don't like us, they they would still go. Ah, oh, but they're having a good time, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's really that doesn't happen. They're they giving it good for them. They don't give a fuck. At, le- at least you had a good time, right? They'll they'll, they'll have to stand with their with their arms crossed. The American arm American crossers. arm crossers, like. If you don't like the music, that's cool, but just go wait in the back of the room or something until your band that you want to see <laughs> shows up or something. It's brutal. I think many bands can relate <clears throat> to that. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. just go somewhere with that. That's like, what was that? We watched a clip. Uh, Kurt Cobain was walking up the stage, and some, I guess somebody yells, you suck. And he goes, then why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, yeah, what are you doing here? What a fucking legend. Yeah. so weird pretty good shit we should catch a nirvana show sometime i i've i've been trying it's they never tour anymore ever it's been like 25 years since they been yeah it's tour. Been, i don't know they what actually happened. just had that reunion show i don't know if you guys were aware of that i saw that but kurt wasn't there well colonel Crowbuses are newly fucking weird right? bus dude you, watch, you were on the instagram last night dude and you watched that video of when they accepted the award right after kurt died that must have been so fucking oh, Dave? heavy Hi. dude i'm uh i'm not much for words yeah, Dave yeah. wasn't a talker yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah, now he's like, yeah, like, screaming at Just <laughs> imagine that. Like, yeah, being the, just being like. Had to accept the award and all dude, that. Yeah. I'm just a bass player, dude. <laughs> like, I'm stoked to be here, but like, dude, damn. Oh, you were like, there in the process the, making the music, though. It's like, you know what it, what, you know. Oh, duh. Gotta have some kind of heartfelt. But I don't even say. know that guy's name. Like, I feel like I Chris should. Chris I don't know. Come on. Was, what year were you born? Jesus Christ. And I was born in 1990. Crazy. Right, that was a year That's before like, Nevermind came out. You were born a year and a half before Nevermind came out. I was born. I was <laughs> born into it, molded by it. Molded by it. <laughs> I didn't see the dark until it was <laughs> something. <laughs> so, Howard, what's your favorite song on the record? Um, probably. Howard, what's your favorite song on the record? Probably "Riddle with Bullets." Mm. Riddle with bullets and uh, I don't want to go or like my my two boogaboos. They definitely stand out. Um, yeah, and then my favorite song to play live is Gas Station Burrito. I think. Yeah, that sounds yeah. a lot of fun. One of these days, I'll be able to do it with the the haze along with Scott. Yeah, just, you'll get there. Yeah, I like playing riddle, riddle, riddles with uh, bullets. So you know, I you love that shit, dude. That's the fan favorite. You know, I like playing that one. That's the one that... Bow. Everyone... Doobie. I see it on, on the socials, man. I see always see the Riddle with Bullets, the screenshot of the, the iPod, the iPhone, mm-hmm. you know, Apple Music, whatever, and, like, I don't know. People are always talking about it and stuff. I don't, it's, it's cool how that, that shit all came together. We should go back. I've already, I've already covered every song, song by song. We should go back, start from the top, and just talk about the songs... Because now I got you guys here. All right. Well, it's the first and song is I don't uh, want to go. Yeah. It's, so it's I don't want to go, dude. So that song came about. That was the first song out of the batch. Yeah, dude. It's the first song that I'd written where I was like, okay, this is like a full song. This is the direction. Yeah. Right. I mean, that was there was one fucking demo that you sent me that was just like a guitar riff, and then you sent me this one, and it's like it kickstarted the whole demo process. Like we're writing a new record now. It's like happening. And it was like the, the whole thing was like, it sounds bratty, 
when I talk about it, but it's it's about the idea of like having to do the whole thing about being in a band and do all the work. You know, it's like we'll, we'll gladly do all the work, and we have done that for two, oh, yeah. two decades, right? But there's a ceiling at some point where you just feel like, God damn it, we've done so much. What the fuck is going on? How come we How can't bust through? How many fucking times am I going to put these fucking pants on? Yeah. Before I fucking... Why do we got to drive 1,500 miles to a place that doesn't have a radio station? Yeah, dude. You know, and then, and then not get paid and then drive 1,500 miles back. We've we're done li- it, people. Yeah. We've been there. We're living the dream. All we're things. living the dream. And be- being surrounded by people that know who we are. We're out here. But we don't know who they are. Like these strangers, right? Strangers mm. know my name, right? It's like, and like that gets overwhelming. Yeah. You know, it's like, especially, I can't imagine if I was like the more introverted type of person because I'm pretty outgoing and, and I talk to people and stuff. Oh, yeah. But like being more introverted, I can't imagine what that feels like. You know, I guess I can't imagine what it would feel like. Just the anxiety of being surrounded by people the yeah. whole time, you know? That's why I drink a lot. On tour. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it helps. It's like the fucking, uh, it definitely helps with that. But, dude, I have never related so much to a song. Like, the lyrics to that song are so like, funny. Fuck it. I don't want to go. Eh. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It's like the other day. I'm, like, I'm not dressing up for that Halloween show. Fuck that shit. <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you're just like, uh-uh, dude. But you can, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, anybody can relate to that. There's, oh, there's always a day you don't want to fucking go to work, dude. Or you don't want to fucking... School, you know, anything, whatever. Yeah, all anything like that. So it's like, dude, banger, banger. Yeah, it's probably still my favorite track on the on the record, even from from the demo phases. It was always my favorite. It's a good track. I dig it. The bass it's is fucking slamming. Yeah. The bass is slamming. I like dude. coming out to it like as an intro song because I don't know, just that guitar riff and the kick drum. Yeah, dude, it just really like it feels like you're kicking that shit off. When we were in know? the studio. Before the record, he was we, before we were even finished tracking drums, and we were like, "That's the first song to the record." Yeah, you know, and I love when a band starts the set with an opening track from a record, because you're like, "Let's fucking go, dude!" Like, track one, you know. It's that new, new. So, so then we got Maryland Summer. Love this track, dude. Track two. I love so that song. flame. Uh, the story behind this one, dude, is. We are just going through the Kemper just to try to find a bass tone. We're not even, like, working on that song. And we just passed the tone that is the distortion on that, and Donald goes, that's it. And I was just, we just played that riff, and that song wasn't even supposed to start with the bass like that. It just, like, it just happened naturally. And that was one of the songs that didn't have any lyrics either when we were in the studio. And, like, we put it together, like, after the fact, and I was like, oh, my God, Howard, you've done it again. I had the, I had written, like I explained this in, in the episode about the song, but um, for those that didn't hear it, I had written, originally had written the song for Gabe and the Fayuka guys. And he, he called me up one day and said, yo, write me a song. Like, let's collab. I'm like, all right, cool. So I sent him this just acoustic, just voice memo, just me singing like a, some random lyrics. And it was called Arizona Summer. And Sounds was, hot. Yeah, it sounds really hot. <laughs> it's a dry heat. It sounds like a it's dry a dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, you know uh, it's different because it's a dry heat. <laughs> so I sent it over, and um, he's like, "Yeah, cool." And then they never used it. And probably because he thought it sucked. Probably he probably thought it was awful. <laughs> like, 
But jokes on him. The song's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, Who's right. laughing now? Oh, now Gabe. we're laughing. Cabo. Poor queso beans. <laughs> <laughs> I was That's, in. I was in Fayuca for like a week. You were in for what? Yeah. Did you remember? I was an official right. member for I like a week. About that. <laughs> you were in Fayuca. Yeah, dude. They almost. They almost fucking stole you. Stole me to, away. Try to stack, steal you up. Yeah. They just couldn't afford your boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's not true. I'm sorry. So. uh so then we, I remember we only had, I think like nine tracks or something, and like pieces of a couple others, maybe not even yeah, that many. The last one or Barnabas? Yeah, and and it was so it was just the chorus. Yeah, yeah. So it was just basically like we did the did the chorus, and then I was like sitting there. I think you guys were working on something, and I was like, this should probably go into like some kind of a skate punk kind of thing. Like have, those would be like the West Side, the, the verses. And then it was originally going to, I think it was just, just going to be like, tap, tap, and just go in like it does Yeah. before that bass intro happened. And when you said, he was like, yeah, I remember I was in the kitchen or something at Mike's house. And you're like, like that, that tone. Bass tone. I, I heard like, you going through, and I was like, I, I just I went, Rrr. like a, a head like, turned. And I was know? playing that riff, though, too. I was playing the da 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 But again, we hadn't even recorded bass for that song yet. I hadn't even, like, approached it. There was no song. It was like, there was nothing yet. Yeah. And, like, I remember being like, dude, that's the tone. Make sure. And I'm uh, several times when, when Mike was engineering, like when he was mixing, I was like, make sure you got that tone in there. Yeah, right? he's like, like, he's like, no, I got it, I got it. Yeah. The Kemper Amp Profilers, uh, go buy one and endorse me. Kemper Amps should pay us money. Nah, dude, that'd everybody cool. uses that shit. Kemper Amps, some of the best amps in the world we use. Well, I don't. They, these guys do. never no, going no, back Tom to three and four. Oh, Tom, well, if they could give me one for Tom four, I'd be grateful. Right now, we're running Tom three and four. We're running stereo. So they do the campers. You can use one unit for it, but if we, we we'd love to get a camper for each Tom. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, if we could get a camper for per Tom. Be a rack toaster, rack rack toaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? We'll get we'll get a a, a tw- well, like a thirty four rack. Case, yeah. ATA case, giant ATA case. <laughs> Dude, that, that's huge. <laughs> With giant wheels, that's the heaviest thing in the trailer, and everything. Dude, it'll be. It would be. be so it would be. Uh, it would be fucking. Uh, what am I trying to say here? <clears throat> cumbersome. Yeah, really cumbersome. <laughs> but it'd be the big fat wheels, like on a fucking four wheeler. Oh yeah, and they would come out. They wouldn't be wheels. up on the bottom. They'd come out the sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be on the sides, like a, like a car. Yeah, Pretty impressive. Dude. Oh, man, like a construction vehicle or something. That's yeah, funny. I think we're on to something. Yeah, but for the opening <sighs> bass riff on that, it's it definitely cool that it started that way, but I just always had, always envisioned the, the pit just opening up and starting when those two fucking snare hits like, come in. Pop, pop, Don't fucking like, call oh, me, because I... Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly what I was hearing, because it was just him t- testing the bass. I was like, well, why don't you open that track just with the bass and then... Shreds in with the drums, yeah. Good dynamic, too. There's not a lot of fucking tracks that just start with the bass, you know. We don't really have any songs to do that except the full. But this We all have a whole lot of songs that feature the cowbell. Um, I I remember doing the vocals. It was like uh, we never messed around with, like, distorted vocals, really, for, like, a whole part. It's one thing to do, like, maybe a little tiny piece or something. Yeah, yeah call and response or something like that but our uh songs like a uh, white limo by foo fighters and um and like beastie boys they used to distort a lot of their vocals yeah in that yeah. shit i dig that shit and it was like it's this is a punk track like let's make it like 
Yeah, it's rough, kind of rough, yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to make it just enough to where you could hear the effect, but it, you could still hear the lyrics, and it was still clean yeah. sounding, you know? It just had that cool, raspy effect to it. <laughs> I dig that shit, though. It sounds so cool. It's gritty. Yeah, the real, the dynamic between the verses and the choruses is, like, crazy, but we're able to pull it off. Mm. Anytime we do something like that, we're able to pull it off. And our fans tell us that stuff, you know? And that's really cool, yeah, you know? It makes, it makes me go, oh, well, what else can we get away with? Yeah, and... We continue to do that on this record. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, as we get down the line, we'll get more into that. Um, so that's a real fun song to play. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, and then uh, what's next? Detonate. 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 Yeah, man. For all you that didn't know, that didn't have a fucking punk rock verse, it was like slow. I can't even remember really how it went. It was like mid tempo. It was like kind of more of like a Green Day kind of style, like old Green Day. Kind of like. And I remember like. I, I wrote we that song it that way first too. <laughs> yeah. We... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's very lackluster <laughs> for how good of a song it is. And it had been a demo for five years. Yeah, forever. I roughly five years. That. Yeah. yeah. And I wrote it in like thirteen, I think. And and yeah, I, I actually like... did bass for the demo. Like the song wasn't even done yet. It was just a guitar yeah. riff. I remember just, yeah, because that's, that's right. I started reprogramming the drums. I wanted to make a new yeah, version of it. So I redid the drums, and I had you come to my hotel room. and, and uh, I remember, and the, I just did, like, the root notes because there wasn't really anything done yet. And, yeah. like, when you sent me, like, one of the demos while I was bored, I was like, there's bass on this? I did bass yeah. for this? I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Weird. <clears throat> it's definitely, like, uh, it's one of the uh, diff more different kind of songs on the record uh, in context. Like, it's got this mid 2000s pop punk thing going on with it and it's got the metal breakdown and that again this is something that i wrote in it's 2013 it's like post hardcore okay there's a difference there's a difference so um so uh it just and it was just always a song that stuck with me and i knew that one day we were going to record it and uh i don't know i just, I just love the hook on it and I just love the the whole vibe and doing that whole post hardcore breakdown um <laughs> Uh, I'm just talking shit. Just knew that it'd be something, <laughs> something fun and different for for us and for our listeners, and and I, I also knew that we could make it work. It yeah, wouldn't be dude. something that was like, it would come out of left field, like whoa, but then like they'd be like, oh shit, this is tight. Rather than why the fuck did they do that? You know, it's not forced. Yeah, it's not. Forced which I've at heard all. from people saying that to us about all of like the uh, new it's stuff. It's all very relaxed and fit. You're like with the. It's like you guys are going in a different direction, but it's like. You're not forcing it. It's organic. It's not a different it's direction. Organic. It's just a. It's just a, We're doing a, things that we haven't done before. It's just a. It's just an area of music that we've already been to. We're just focused more on that area. Of yeah, what yeah, we yeah, can yeah, do. yeah. It's not, not a direction per se. I guess it's more of a on this side of the spectrum. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, you know, <clears throat> it's pretty much an what? open, wide open thing too. So, yeah, it's a good spectrum. Reggae, We're on the spectrum. Yeah, I, I enjoy the. I enjoy the piano intro and then the heavy guitars come in right after that like yeah to me that, that dynamic is cool like we don't um there's a few songs where we have like a piano intro or kind of piano uh, ricochet is the only real piano driven song but um ricochet from the daydreams album go check that one out um yeah we don't really play that shit no we don't ever and we should like play one that. tour i think it was with tribal seats and the crowd didn't they didn't get it. Yeah, we don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Steve yeah. Dom is like, fuck yeah! yeah. yeah. So I'd say, like, yeah, at least yeah, you had a good yeah. time. 
You guys don't know the song? <laughs> yeah, I was real. I was real stoked. And, <laughs> and honestly, I wasn't thinking like I didn't want to call. I, I didn't think about calling the record "Detonate." Um, I remember that was to me. It wasn't necessarily like the title track. It just wasn't like the thing for me. Yeah. Um, but then I think you suggested it. Well, I felt like the things that you were suggesting were like, like you could just sum it up with that word, man. And even though it isn't that, I guess it is the title track because it is the, the name of the record. But like, I don't know, man. It's, I don't know. I think it. I think it. The song itself feels explosive to me, and yeah. it was enough to be like, what put me over the edge was like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, the lyrically, a lot of these songs are about, you know, just feeling like. You're gonna, you know, you need to, you need to e- explode, destroy everything, tear it all down, and build it back up again, because that's that's what was happening to me inside. You know? Sometimes that's what it takes for you to be like, to come out of like your true shell or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like you need, um, what the fuck, the guy from uh, the dude from Architects died, and the brother was the is the drummer, and. Uh, He's like, if if you don't come out of this, if you don't take the suffering and like make it a good thing, like to make it a lesson and, and learn from it, then what's the point of of suffering in the first place? Exactly. So like, uh, that's yeah. why there is pain. Yeah, and yeah. like that's such so like, a great. So good jokes. And like too. that's like what that <laughs> song is kind of about too. You know. Yeah, it's uh, the the I changed one lyric at the very top of the song, which is um, I used to say, I know some people that just gave up. And then after my dad died, it was like, I think my father, he just gave up. And the rest was the same. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and when I changed that lyric, it really changed the whole vibe of the song for me. Um, and made me feel it more, I guess. And uh, Made it more personal. Yeah, because that's how I felt. Like, I felt like he, just, he was just over it. He was just done. Well, him yeah. passing away is, like, the main theme of this record. I mean, well, we're not the theme, but, like, where a lot of it it's, came from. Yeah, it's where all the feelings and darkness came from. And then revisited because the, the the feelings that I was having, I hadn't felt that in twenty years. Yeah, since our mom died, and and I remember thinking like, and that's oh where some God. of the best Ballyhoo songs come from, <laughs> yeah. from like from the pain, man, from that the darkness. Yeah. And <clears throat> I remember thinking like, God, I'm an adult, you know, I got a yeah. family of my own, right? How did I get through this as a kid, like fucking teenage kid? Like, how did we get through this? Mm feeling this way because I felt exactly the same it's the weirdest thing I've never felt that low and dark since those times yeah. when my mom died I couldn't imagine it was a fucked up thing and some brutal shit yeah man so that's yeah I mean that's that's where the whole vibe of the record comes from for sure yeah yeah um all right, track so, four. So Detonate <laughs> does kind of sum up the record a little bit. It does. No, that's it's what makes sense. After I thought about bullet it. Bullet point is Detonate. I, you guys know I have a very, I'm like good always. point about bullet points. I'm always focused <laughs> and like on the path. And then yeah. when somebody else comes in and says some shit, it takes me a second to get my head wrapped around it. Yeah. I get upset for a minute. And I'm like, no, because, all right, hold on. All right. Because that's what okay. Leonardo, that's what happens with Leonardo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell him sometimes, but then he'll be like, at the end of the episode, he's like, "Oh, I should have listened to you, I Mikey." I learned a lesson today. <laughs> we all had a ballet of emotions. <laughs> What's the next song? Bruce Wayne, dude. I wanted to call this one "Dead Parents Hero." Yeah. How he wasn't having it. I wanted to call the record "Dead Parents Hero." How he wasn't having it. And then it just the cover would just be uh, the the that 
generic costume. Yeah, the kid standing picture. there. Or, yeah. some, or some poor fucking kid on Halloween wearing some bobo-ass fucking Batman costume. <laughs> Just some Polaroid of that shit. Oh, Dead great. parents here. <laughs> great. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was the only thing I, I didn't. I don't hate the name. I think the name is hilarious. That title is hilarious. Yeah, but I wanted it to be a serious. take it more seriously. Yeah, I didn't want to take away from the from the what it was about. The content of what the song is. Just, otherwise, yeah. they're just getting title. a glimpse yeah. into how we think as people. Yeah. No, dude, dark humor is the only way to get through any of this. Like, That's just how I deal with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're yeah. the same. Yep. <laughs> it's just you got to make dumbass <clears throat> jokes, awful jokes, and it just somehow it's hilarious and it gets they you. They don't want to hear the phrase like ironing it out that have been yeah. uttered in this band yeah. that we're talking no. in right now. It's insane. Uh, yeah, Bruce Wayne. So, yeah, to, to me it was like uh, it, it, Bruce Wayne. He's a kid. His parents die, and he decides to take his abilities learn how to money fight and take his money and um use it for good yep. and and save people so you're batman yes i'm batman and, more, and donald's robin i'm bruce wayne is who i am is donald robin donald is robin got him robin uh, more like nightwing <laughs> dick grayson <laughs> nightwing <laughs> 36-year-old Robin? That's lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robin, that's some kid shit. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, that's funny shit, dude. But Would you rather be Alfred? Probably just chilling <laughs> and making shit. Yeah, one like, day we're all going to be Alfred. Yeah, well, yeah. Alfred's always a G, though, dude. The one in the cartoon with the little pencil stash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was badass. He's dude. a G, Mr. Wayne. dude. Yeah. Who's the guy that makes all the cool equipment? Lucius Fox. Lucius. Lucius. That was Morgan Freeman. Man, yeah, Morgan Freeman. Freckles. Um, <laughs> we have to, uh, what was I going to say? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I lost my train about of thought. Talking about Bruce Wayne, Wayne dude. Yeah. We can talk um, about that bass technique on that shit. I mean, the bass technique on this entire record is just flawless. Right. We all, it's, everyone it's knows. It's all over the place. Kemper products. Kemper right. amps. And your boy can play. Yeah. Don't forget, don't sleep on your boy. We edited every song, but it, other than that. I mean, the guitar needed to be edited pretty bad, <laughs> yeah. I'm a tight player. <laughs> I'm a tight player. We like to keep it tight around you. Yeah. You're tight around here. Anyone will tell you Howie Spangler is a tight player. Oh, Howie? He's tight. He's tight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, that one That one is one of the darker ones lyrically. Um, and actually, the title of the song was actually what dictated the, that whole intro. I was like, this needs some kind of intro. Yeah, dude. And so I went with, like, the orchestral yeah, Batman superhero type of music. It's dope, dude. It's fucking and rad, dude. Dude, the fucking drum fill on that song. It's like the most melodic drum fill ever, dude. It sings. It's so dope. Thank you. It sings. It goes. It fits perfectly where it goes. That song is just like... And, like, I wanted to add... Like, the bass line was more busy when we first approached it and you were like nah dude lay yeah, back lay on that back shit and I started doing and I did that little pluck technique it's like a pluck <laughs> and like yep. a palm mute with my thumb and it's like might crank the gain on that channel dude and it, 
Yeah, it's like it's almost like a little rub. It's just like a rub. It, rub it, uh, yeah, when you when you know when you're just rubbing it, just rubbing it, and you, and you touch your nose. <laughs> I love the the staccato feel of the yeah. um, the guitar and the bass when they do single notes together. Yeah, and you go dunk 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 that kind of plucky kind of fat that sound. Yeah. That shit sounds so rad to me. Yeah, I love when we did the guitar on the bass like that. Yeah. And the tones, right? We were fucking in the tone zone. Population, Howie and Nick. Yeah, right. It was. It just sounds rad, dude. And the, again, thanks, Kemper. And the fucking yes, Kemper. The lead thanks. work that you did on that song is fucking phenomenal, oh. dude. Thanks, man. Zachy Vengeance and Sinister Gates would be proud of that shit. I like sure. to think so. Hadn't done like any metal dueling guitar solo stuff. It's ever, so cool. So. It's so funny to watch you try to do it by yourself too. Sometimes <laughs> with the yeah. harmonizer, you're like this note's wrong. Yeah, here. the the harmonizer. I've never understood harmonizer pedals, right? And then the, the Kemper has a harmonizer in there. I turned it on. You got to find the right notes and shit, the right key or whatever. And then I go through and play it. I'm like, no, nope, that's wrong. Flip it up one. No, nope, that's wrong. And I finally like, oh, rad. One fucking note. One note out of the, out whole, the whole phrase. Yeah, is is not right. The harmony it's on it. Like, but I'm just like ready to just say fuck it, whatever. You know. I don't know. Um, I think that's cooler than putting it in the tracks though. To actually, I agree. I'd it. rather have it come out live. Um, I think we found a really rad tone on the organ for on the verses. Yeah, for it's, sure. There's like a '60s Kinda circusy. Yeah, cirky, 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 '60s, '60s circus. '60s circus. Yeah, sounds terrifying. I don't remember the name of it, <laughs> but it was in um, it was in Pro Tools actually, um, in the in that uh, in the fucking in the uh, bank. It's next to the B three. Um, uh, of course. But it's it's just it's really cool. Like it's one of the presets, but like. It just sounds really like uh, what's that song from the sixties? Um, remember in that movie Cat's Eye? Yeah, she's dancing around. She's getting electrocuted. That's the song that's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's what it reminded me of. And I was like, this is fucking cool. It's got this like vintage stones, isn't it? Is it the stones? Yeah, get stoned. Too many tears, or. That movie's Cry terrifying as well. Too many tears. I don't Fucking know. Cat's eye, dude. Yeah. Too that many. Movie, that should be a little gremlin thing. That should be added to Donald's 13, Big D's <laughs> 13 eye, movies bro. of Halloween. I, I haven't seen that in a long time. Must, I've never seen that one. I want to watch The Reanimator so bad. I just can't find it anywhere. The Reanimator? Yeah, the movie is just great. It's probably like $1.99 on iTunes. Just get it. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, you know, or, or fuck me. <laughs> it's $2. Uh, hey, I don't know. Bruce Wayne was one of the songs that uh, when it, when the record came out, people were like, "Fuck, oh yeah, this dude. song." So we're gonna we're gonna be playing that on the next, next run, run of shows, sure. right? We've been playing during the sound check, and it, and it's fucking awesome, dude. So far, so good. Isn't that the first one? Side B starts with. No, that's fucking still side A. Oh shit, yeah, man, we got some songs to talk. That about. would have been a good one to start side B with. Yeah, I agree, uh, but I also feel like it's a good cleanup track. Is. is it the number end of four? side A? It's number four, dude. So like, no, yeah, it's no. a clean-up spot in baseball. It's like, yeah, Damn. you get your three on base and you knock it home with, you know, with the fourth track. That's always been right. kind of a philosophy. Right? Button the clean-up. Um, Anyone else, else have anything to say about? Right? Yeah, philosophy. And then, uh, so, uh, gas station burrito. Oof. It's probably my favorite one to play live. Man. This was another one that you like. Once you sent it to me, I think I texted you immediately like, yo, that shit's on. That shit's insane. That one, that one like came out really easy musically. Yeah. Like, I, it took me a while to do the lyrics for it, but the music it was like front to back. It, it did not change. Like mm-hmm. it was like su- super simple. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. It's pretty simple. Just the parts and everything. It's so fucking like Green Day and the choruses and the verses are like, it's, dude, it's sublime or something. Like, honestly, man, it had like to me, I felt like I had like a pacifier feel with that bridge and sh- and shit. I don't know. Like, oh, dude, yeah. Not like a not even like a pacifier feel, but like something that they would do if some, they were us. Some progressive. If they were us, they would play like write, write a song like that. Pacifier does want to be us. <laughs> Everyone yeah, knows that. Let's be honest. <laughs> Everyone knows that the Kublis want to be the Spanglers. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Everyone Ted knows. wishes he was me, I guess. Ted <laughs> wishes he was Nick Lucera. He told me one night. He, he did say that. Like, man, so, I, I wish it was you, man. I have it on video. I was like, don't tell anyone, man. Look, man. But I wish I was you. I wish I was, I was like, you. Yeah, <laughs> Where's this coming from? I wish I was you. <laughs> I'm really glad you said that, man. I really wish, man. <laughs> so glad you brought that up, man. I was feeling kind of low. <laughs> having a real bad time. Real hard time around here. Lost my keys. My kids hate me. My wife doesn't respect me. I'm piecing down. I'm reading Don't Kill Myself book. I'm reading Don't Jump book. Oh, yeah. This is the dark humor. This is uh, it. This is retarded. Sorry for all those people out there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jokes. Oh, Fast right. Fire is an awesome band, by the way. Everyone should go uh, listen to them. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, Friend them on MySpace. They'll put you in their top eight. Um... So uh, yeah, I guess it's burrito. That one, that one's just like try to I try to include like funny stuff about things that happen on the road. Little anecdotes. Like, yeah, like waking up next to a litter box, which is with, true, with a cat squirting diarrhea right yeah. next to your head. Right next to my head. Twice. <laughs> I think we've all been there, huh? Twice in two weeks, right? Yep. Um, and uh, I think I say three times in two weeks, but no, I, I embellished a little. It makes it more interesting. Because um, after once, it's just like, why not say 20? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why not more? <laughs> Multiple times is just unacceptable. <laughs> Seriously. It's never going to be as bad as the first yeah, time, I right? Mean, happens <laughs> once, it might as well happen 20 fucking times. You're a seasoned veteran yeah. at that point. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just some cat shit. <laughs> it's the, that feeling of peeling all the pieces of litter out of your cheek. Good times. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because you slept on the floor. On the floor. With when the, and the cat gets out, it, the, the the gravel gets oh, yeah. on the floor. Oh, I know. On the carpet. Yeah. My roommate has cats. Yeah, I don't think there was any floor mattress or air mattress or anything involved with that that night. How descriptive do we need to get with this? Should we go deeper? <laughs> I wasn't so, there, so, so I've only heard the legend. Uh, we talk about how shitty traffic is in L.A. and in a lot of places. I picked the 405 just because you know it worked. It's like a legendary. Bad traffic area, huh? Northern Virginia, fucking awful. Yeah, that's legendary there. Any time of the day. Any, I don't care what time of day it is. Terrible. You mentioned that time we <sighs> ran out of gas in the desert somewhere east of east or west of Phoenix. Yeah, that's in the first verse there. Yeah, throwing fucking I was rocks. driving that day, and I ran out of gas. Um, I just, I guess I thought there was a station coming up or whatever. and You thought wrong. It didn't. So we, you, we Which got, band was that? JR was all mad. He like, threw his flip phone and broke it. the Chevy? Uh, yeah, I think JR so. JR threw his phone? He was mad, yeah. He's like, yeah. at you? Yeah, he was, yeah, I don't know. He's just, he was just oh. in a piss pants mood or something. But like, um, he had he's AAA, bad, so. He brought out of gas to the desert when there was a gas station. <laughs> probably back there. Probably like 10 miles <laughs> back. That's why. So yeah. what happened? You guys called an ambulance? We called an ambulance, and um, they came and put the fire out. Yeah. And uh, 
No, we some some AAA brought AAA us gas brought and then we made our way to Enough the gas to station. station. So I just, I just pulled out my acoustic and started playing until they got there. You know, what are you gonna do? It was a nice day outside. What did Donald do? We were literally just throwing rocks. We were just throwing rocks. Yeah. Like there, there was rocks everywhere. We were just picking them up and seeing how far we could throw them. How far could you throw the, the rocks? Who could throw far, the farther right? rock? We threw them pretty far. Who threw the furthest? They won't rock? be able to find him if they look. Is what we're saying. <laughs> what an interesting story. We got yeah, breaking down, man. We got some breaking downs. But yeah, I mean, another s- song with the bass is just slamming, dude. Thank you, uh, Kemper Amps and and Ernie Ball, Music Man, Stingrays. Yeah, dude. Flame. It's a fun song to play live. It's yeah, just, I, I don't favorite. know what it is. Just the, from the top, I'm singing pretty aggressive through the whole track, and it's just I don't know, just the opening and into the chorus. I don't know. That's what I'm talking about, like when you're very, solo. It's a yeah. song that people want to run in a circle to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and just yeah. Yep. Another prime example, though, of like we love playing that song, and I think it comes off on stage. We fucking yeah. There's there's no other way to play it, just aggressively. And I just a big love smile that. on my fucking face. Yeah. I just love slamming the guitar. Um, it's probably why it doesn't stay in tune. Yeah, great track. All right, that was part one of the Detonate Wrap-Up with the boys. Um, I don't want to waste any time. Let's get right over to part two. Check out episode number 33, Tales from the Green Room. <laughs>